You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to pitch bad movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is Well, good luck! Tide goes in, tide goes out. Never miss communication. It's over 9,000! My name is Foxy. The balls are in there. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd to Know Basis Show, broadcasting from Phoenix 92.5 FM or indeed on Spotify if you didn't catch it live as it were. My name is Kira Calcorn. And in roughly alphabetical order, please introduce yourselves, guys. Do the alphabet in my head to see if K comes before S and it you're, does. You're last, don't worry. Okay. It does. It also helps that you're the special guest. It's yes, very, we're going to get to a special You guest. heard nothing. I am and still we also battling. Have, <laughs> but we, we also have mediocre regular. guests. Alan, mediocre would you guests. Like to introduce yourself there? And I am Kev. There you go. Now, we do have a special guest today. You heard her wonderful voice briefly. We have Circe Shanae with us. Actor, comedian, uh, script writer, podcaster, all these wonderful things. I'm sure I've missed something. Whom you can find at her theatre company, Scream for Ireland, or on her podcast, Absurd Real History. If I've yes. missed gotten anything wrong, please correct me. Seriously, no. thank you so much for being on the show. No, thank you. I'm excited. Just love to nerd out for a bit. <laughs> yeah, well, you're in the right company then. So before we get into it, it's always nice to have a bit of a chat. So, Sirsha, is everything going all right this week in the world? In the world? Um, I mean, no. But <laughs> <laughs> but in, in regards to, to, to myself, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I finished Persona 5 Royale, which is a huge jug- juggernaut of, of a game and one of those kind of one of those big ones that has a lot of a lot of fanboys to it but i really enjoyed it and it consumed my life so... me hello yes <laughs> yes you, you're talking to one now hello hi yeah um <laughs> i don't i don't want to give anything away but i just um just because i think it is a great game that people should play but i loved that it was like an rpg but it was set in like real world tokyo which is kind of like a fictional land for me just <laughs> no just because i don't know like Asia at all really I think Japan in particular is so fascinating um because they have that period of just whatever and a persona I've heard persona five I've only I haven't played any of the other ones but I've heard persona get a lot of a lot of stick for being shtick for being like real sexist and all but it's also like Japan's just such a crazy culture like me and Kian have a mutual friend who was in Japan and he was saying people are just openly reading insane anime porn like on the train so oh i know you're talking yeah, about yeah yeah 
So though it's like, you know, it's obviously a- it's sexualizing teens and which is weird. And, you know, there are some pretty risque moments in general. It has dealt with like, you know, abuse and particularly like towards women better than any other video game I've played. So I feel like I can't really comment on the sexism of a game when it's from a culture that we don't understand. I believe Kev, actually, because I ran the game corner for a while and you did talk about Persona 5. You were on the game corner too, actually, seriously. On a I episode. was, that was uh, in... So I know yeah. Persona 5 is very close to Kev's heart. If you don't know this about Kev, he is an expert in all things Japan and all that kind of stuff. So I'd love to hear from him, actually, since that topic's been brought up. Hey, you're saying expert, not me. <laughs> <laughs> you ran a podcast on it. <laughs> We all did crazy things when we were quarantined, <laughs> but no persona. Like I, I, I have a very, very special place in persona, which I mentioned on, on your podcast. Uh, the, the Royal version came out when the pandemic like hit and I was off oh. work for three months and just was in my, that was like three months where I was in my room. And there was something about the day to day routine of persona that just like kept me sane. <laughs> Like thought, it's yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, no, like there's it's it to mention on the kind of thing of uh, of it resembling Tokyo. Actually, funny little anecdote that I can't remember if I said to Gian on on the game corner. Good actor, it's worth saying twice. Absolutely. Where if you recall, uh, Sergio, there's like you know you're kind of like going through a, a various different kind of areas of Tokyo in the game that are pretty uh, well represented. Like they're pretty good facsimiles of of the actual areas. Yeah. Uh, particularly Shibuya Station. Yeah. Having where, to try, one of the, sorry, can I just dip in really quick? Course. One of the first things you have to do in the game is navigate a train transfer. Like have to walk and like navigate. And I was, I like, I have no sense direction. And I was at that stage where I was like, <laughs> this game is impossible. But it was actually much easier than I thought it would be. But yeah, so, that's just. That, no, <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's precisely the point I was going to touch on. <laughs> yeah. Because the thing is, I was in, I, I've been to Tokyo twice, luckily enough. Uh, oh, jealous. Starting that game, I had that. I got lost in that exact same tra- train transfer in the game. I got lost in that exact same train transfer in Tokyo. <laughs> something about just that, like that connecting service. Like you just miss a corridor or the fact that it's like up a sled of stairs. I was just wandering around that square for 10 minutes with a couple people being like, what are we doing? What is happening? So, Kev, you don't try talking to NPCs in the real world then. <laughs> oh no funnily enough people there do are actually incredibly helpful even though they do not know us a lick of english we have to get a bus to uh like a hot spring uh, up the mountains outside of tokyo uh we got a train you train. had to you just had, had, to. had to get a bus to the hot had, springs of course absolutely had to <laughs> hey you go to you you find a place that does a wine hot spring you gotta go <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the man speaks sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was a train. Like trains are trains are actually really easy to navigate after what I said. Buses are nigh on impossible. So we got off the train to get this like at this bus terminal. And me and the partner, uh, very white. Very, very much like <laughs> not ready for that. Uh, quite obviously just oblivious to any sense of direction or the Japanese language. This little old lady just comes up to us, not a lick of English on her. 
and like just is so, just earnestly tries to help us find her way and does through use of Google Translate. She eventually, like, we find Aww. out, we finally got to communicate to her. I was like, yeah, we're actually looking to get to Unison. I was like, oh, Unison, yeah. I walked us under a tunnel around to, like, the bus stop. And she's like, I basically got to mime down, like, six stops. <laughs> and we were like, oh, my God, you are a fairy. Please, we love you. <laughs> yeah, every person I've met from Japan has been absolutely amazing. I'd, I'd love to go there. And I think particularly, like, because there was a, oh, uh, this... See, I know a lot of stuff, but I can't remember names. I like I know a lot of stuff in the abstract, but there was that period where Japan was like locked off for hundreds of years when the West was off, you know, colonizing. Yeah. Um, so they were just kind of stuck. So it meant you get you got a really interesting culture, which we experienced a lot in video games. Obviously, mm. you know, Nintendo is Japanese. All this stuff is is Japanese. Um, so for me, it was just really interesting to experience a Japanese game, but actually set in in their world. And it was kind of just little things like a lot of the NPCs occasionally are just wearing face masks because that's just what you do in Tokyo when you're sick. You wear yeah. if you have a cold, you just wear a mask because <laughs> yeah, no, they're nice. Yeah, no, like that's that's something I hardly <laughs> noticed when I was there. And then 2020 hit and just suddenly are like, oh, this is something that they they did for a reason. OK, yeah. <laughs> So you go serious again. I was just going to say, like, I actually really enjoyed it because I was like, oh, I'm learning. So you go to school every single day. And I was like, oh, in Japan, they go to school on Saturdays. They only have one day off for the for the weekend. And, you know, oh, like little, it's, it's it's little things like they have yeah. they track their school year is tracked by the financial year starting in like March. <laughs> it's really funny because like Japan, you, like, when a lot of people kind of think of Japan as like a stereotype, you think of them as this very uh high technologically advanced society with all their big led screens and sony and i'm plugging keywords here but, the, <laughs> but like when you actually kind of get into it they like because they had that economic boom in like the the late the, the late 70s early 80s that's kind of where technology for them peaked and that nothing is more representative than if you've ever been on a japanese website that stuff was built, those are built on DOS and half of them have not been updated. <laughs> That's also why like a big uh, kind of cultural, particularly kind of in business culture there, uh, a, a sign of status is your pen. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. You, like I went into a, like I went into one of the, like the kind of the big high brand uh, uh, stagery stores when I was there. And like there, they'd be selling pens for the better part of like what would be 600 quid, like 600 euro. Like that's like you 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 can't be you can't judge a man by how fancy his pen is. You also have to bring your own tea because I've heard I've know people who've been to Japanese business meetings and you just get served hot water and then everyone has like their own tea that they like in there. I live Rockets. in the wrong country because I do that and I get yeah. black for it. <laughs> so I got new. This is news, isn't it? Because um, obviously Persona Five has been my life now. Two things. Number number one is, you know, there's there's been there's there's a, a lot of talk about Persona 6, as I'm sure there there always has been with any time mm-hmm. there's any game like this. It's like, when's the next game? But also okay. like, um, like, I'd love to just hear like the because obviously I only played Persona 
Five Royale, which is one of those things because Atlas is known for like they did the same thing with Catherine, another game of theirs. They were like had the normal version of that and then released oh, like, that Catherine's game full really body. Yeah. yeah, no, they've, was... they've been doing that for decades now. Where yeah. they'll do like it's it's like just too much of an in like turn of a whole ingrained shift to be like DLC. It's and it and like not enough to be like a full kind of blue sequel. Yeah, and like and then it was like at times it was like really obvious, like, oh, this is the extra bit. This is the Persona 5 bit. And I think because I knew that as well, I had a lot of fun, like, trying to pick it out. Mm. But in general, like, I just, I heard there was a lot of ease of life differences between the first version or, like, Royale. So would you say, like, I did the the right thing, just going straight to Royale? Or do you oh. think, no, like, no, you got to play Absol- five. No, no absolutely. <laughs> I, I played all, like, I played all the five when that came out and then played Royale because, like, you, you know, you now know the hunger. You, you you mentioned before we started recording, you want to to go back to it. The hunger. You've got the you've hunger. Got the hunger, the, the, <laughs> hunger, the need to do it all again. Um. So yeah, no, like if, if if you are intrigued Switch, at all, I want to play this thing. Play <laughs> play Royal. It like it is the better way of playing it because it has more, which is great when you're looking at over 100 hours a game, <laughs> and and just quality of life changes. Like the big one I found is um, drip, uh, sorry, should you remember the gun mechanic? Yeah, I, I heard about this, and it was only meant to, when you went into a, a palace, which is basically a dungeon for yeah. RPG language. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it didn't restock, but that was no, it, it, wasn't it? No, it didn't restock until, like, you hit checkpoint rooms and, like, safe rooms, where in Royal, it rechecks every battle, and it's like, oh, no, this is now way more functional and just better to use. <laughs> um. So, yeah, no, it, it is a fundamentally just better thing to, to do. And I know probably recommending you a game just after you got out of this might <laughs> not be ideal. But uh, I think it might be, a, I think actually it was about a year ago, uh, they did port Persona 4 Golden, which is like the royal version of Persona 4, to Steam. Um, and that is like truly on par uh, with 5. Now, I'm I'm kind of like, Oh, it's the golden version on par with five because, mm. like, I'm kind of a bit like RPG'd out of it. Like, I do want to play it, so I'm kind of unsure about playing another Persona game because usually I don't like to backtrack on games. Mm. So, like, Uncharted well, is like one of my favorite game series, and I'm started with the first one, and I'm glad I started with the first one. And usually, I think it's because I recently, I think because I, I finished Nino Cooney recently enough and i finished um no and no, i didn't finish i was like i'm halfway through dragon quest and like um you know kian we played through final fantasy and i didn't think that I was would a like... tough one to break into yeah i i think i did final fantasy right my order i went i went i played six first <laughs> mm. and then i did 10 um 10 13 7 um and six is the only one i finished and i started eight and i started nine but that's right actually not to go to like kind of our kind of private lives and stuff but like i think you had me over to like just do the last leg of the boss in Final fantasy six like the kefka i needed your final like your final fantasy i didn't even know you could use magic 
Keenan was like, who, well, who do you have equipped? Honest, it's even and I'm more like, no impressive one. that you made yeah. it that far. <laughs> he was like, how did you get this far without using magic? I'm like, like use ma- they don't explain it. <laughs> but I was saying is like Persona 5 is an RPG that I liked because I I quite like, con- like I, I find the kind of standard Final Fantasy, it's this person's turn, it's this person's mm. turn, kind of a bit grindy. And mm. what I liked about Persona 5 is it never felt grindy so i would say if there's people out there that want to play an rpg but have been kind of put off by but i was just yeah it's definitely the best rpg i've played sorry sorry kian no 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 it's all actually i'm the opposite i because like in my real life i'm doing driving lessons at the moment and like i'm like in that mode of a car is coming i am going to wait patiently for you to drive by (laughs) me and like the instructors are like drive around and it's like no yeah, there's I, a, I, and I'm the same with video games. I don't like things coming at me from all angles. <laughs> I like to do my yeah. turn and wait, do my turn and wait. But actually, what I wanted to ask Sirsha is you've just done a game like which ate your life for a while. For me, I think the last one was like Fire Emblem Three Houses or whatever. Are you feeling the come down of not having it be a huge part of your life now that it's gone? Um, yes, and no. Um, one being like I really needed my life back um i i am a 27 year old woman i cannot be staying up till 3 a.m playing video games every night i am taking stuff that to very do. personally as a criticism uh, i mean i do i just you know it's not sustainable um mm. and it, it's a 125 hour game so i think you do feel quite complete but then i did immediately restart it so i'm just i'm, I'm bad. <laughs> yes so um, so like you know we're just we're, we're just in, in like an addict uh circle right now that's well, i actually got it because i've heard i heard a lot of stuff about it and then i saw what was it persona 5 strikers was on sale mm. actually on the switch and I was like, well... Wait, Persona 5 is on the Switch? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Side uh, game, side game. Uh, so, yeah. So, it's I a hope. side game. And I looked I looked it up because I was like, well, I don't... At the time, I didn't have a PlayStation 4. I had a PlayStation 4. It's still not mine, but it appeared in the house. And... Um, it just appeared. It appeared. It actually did. It just appeared. No, it's my housemates. But one day I was just in the All same right. room and I was like, why is there a PlayStation 4 here? <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Um, so it's, it's become my PlayStation 4. Um, but the, yeah, so I kn- knew I wasn't getting one for a while. And I looked it up and it's like, do you have to play Persona 5 to play Strikers? And most people were saying like, it is a direct sequel and you should just play Persona 5 anyway. And I bought the Persona 5 Strikers because I wanted like I wanted the style because it's not an RPG like Persona 5. But it's weird that that's on the Switch, but Persona 5 isn't. And there I hear and there's and a lot of Catherine's talk. up there as well. Catherine's up there. Like, I think if yeah. Catherine it's, sells it's, well, they'll bring Persona 6 or even Persona 4 or 3. So I think 5 is a special lock. It's a funny thing. Atlas, who are like the publisher, just see if you kind of toe like Atlas had been predominantly like they're like a Sony, like a second party Sony publisher for years. Not officially, but like always, yeah. like everything they made was always kind of going on PlayStations. So they've been towing their water, like to- like just kind of dipping their toes in the water of like other things. As I said, ported for Golden, which was a PlayStation Vita game <laughs> onto the PC, which I think was mostly a move to be like, hey, here is a super popular game people love. Let's get it on a console people have. <laughs> um, and like, that's the thing. So like Five Strikers was on the Switch. 
they've actually just announced that the one of the fighting game spin-offs for four is coming to the Switch. <laughs> Catherine was now on the Switch. And uh, I Shin played Mag- Catherine on the Switch. Yeah. And uh Shin Megami what did you think of it, by the way? Very different to Persona. So people mm. are uh I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um I think it's fun replay value. It's a bit it's one of those ones that I you you'd feel a bit weird if someone walked in on you playing it. So uh, it's the reason I haven't downloaded it. It's a, it's it's a not safe for prim game. No, no. Uh, but what what actually jumped out of me is the fact that it's really hard. Mm. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> um, like all the puzzles you... going up, like oh, it is terribly difficult. It's mainly it's mainly an interactive movie, is what I would yeah. say. Uh, mm. Whereas like Persona is kind of like a full time job. <laughs> no, you're, you're probably right. Uh, a a, a full time job with the best damn soundtrack you've ever heard. Mm. Yeah, and that's the thing is, it's just that the the style of it is so good as well. Just in terms of like, what I appreciate about it is that it's fast. Like, so I've been trying to think of like a second. Like, I'm kind of on the fence about getting Red Dead Redemption Two. Like, I'll play mm. it eventually because I played the first one, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's amazing!" Um, but a lot of people say like, "I really like it because." it really takes its time that lets you really feel like a cowboy. And I'm like, riding a horse is real boring. Like, I don't want to be waiting. Or, like, so it's like, and that's one thing that I you actually- You just finished a game where you commute. No, 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 but it's so fast. So like <laughs> even Final Fantasy or every other RPG, you have to, to walk. Oh, so pers- never play Final Fantasy 15. There are like 10, 15 minute stretches where you're sitting in a car while someone else drives yeah. you. It's great. So, so Persona Persona 5 is like, you, for some strange reason, have to navigate like how to cross, mm. like how to transfer trains in Tokyo in at the start. But that mechanic is never used for the rest of the game. You just fast travel everywhere. The natural speed your character walks is like a sprint in most games. And you can still hold down R2 and move at unbelievably fast paces. And if that's not fast enough for you, you can hide and press X hide somewhere else. And you just like. So it's yeah. like a really like adrenaline fueled tiny woman. I just appreciated <laughs> being able to go like. You've got your yeah, bio boom, there for boom, your next boom, podcast. Boom, boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like it's uh, you're you're completely onto it as like oxymoronic as like it is to say that a like a, a hundred and over hundred hour game is like very quick paced. Persona Five takes all the kind of the hallmarks of your Final Fantasy and just trims every inch of fat down to the bone on it uh, to the point like where it has like turn based battles, but the mechanics there's like kind of a jump mechanic where like you hit like somebody with an elemental weakness, you get another turn, and you can just chain these. Again giving and people again high fives. <laughs> it's very sweet. Yeah, where like you could have like, and, 10 turns in a round and the enemy hasn't done anything, but you've done so much and then you win and you're on straight on to the next. It's so like the pace is so quick. And then combining that with just the best UI in a video game I think I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, like even the menus are kind of fun and quick and snappy to navigate. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 very, it's very fast. And I, and I like that because that's always... I think if it was like 125 hours and like 50 of those hours was me getting to point A to point B, which is the majority of RPGs, mm. I'd be a lot more annoyed. Mm. Yeah, 50, 50 hours get transporting around, another 50 hours in menus sorting out gear. 
I mean, you always unlock fast travel eventually, but that's only from like town to town where Persona is just like, here's the place you have to be now. <laughs> here's the place cool. you have to be now. You've got, you've got exams on Saturday. Go study. Oh yeah. And then every now and again, you'll just have a four, like, uh, you'll, you'll just be doing, doing exams. And I'd be like, why is this so stressful? <laughs> or God. even like the funniest thing is like to build social stuff. So it's kind of like, for those of you wondering um, about the about the game, is it's it's very much you know you have your dungeon bits which are like your fighty bits, and then you kind of have your free time that you can kind of do what you like with, and um, you can like eventually like buy like an old games console and you're there playing a video game of you playing a video game. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to mash X enough times. And I'm there trying to win a video game in the video game. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? No, 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 you, nothing's wrong with you. You're just trying to impress the cat who was sitting next to you judging you. Um, yeah, that's another thing. From the very beginning, there's a talking cat. So as a cat lady, I did enjoy that it included a cat. Yes. Do you want to tell the listeners at home what, what cats you have in your family? And my, <laughs> my children. Yes. Um, yes, no. I have Troy and Abbott. They are massive oh. Maine Coons. Troy is 10 kilos. Abbott is eight kilos. Um, uh, A plus names. Yeah. <laughs> they're, Gold they're, star. they're suited towards their personalities as well. Um, <laughs> although they both will drink out of the toilet if we leave the seat up. So I remember no, going over to your house with a laser pointer and they were able to follow it up most of the wall. They are massive cats. Like, it's absurd. Like, I don't know how you sleep in your own bed with those two. Amazingly. Like, Troy, <laughs> <laughs> Troy's, like, they, they, go, they snuggle up under the, the, the covers. So, like, I'll have one where I'm literally spooning. I'm literally spooning one cat under the covers. And then the other cat is, like, tucked in to that little bit behind my knees. Um, <laughs> Oh my goodness! I mean, there's no space for anyone else in the bed, so like there's there's a lot. <laughs> That's probably why I'm single. <laughs> like there's there's enough to be said about like a, a cat based emotional support system. I think you've got a cat based physical support system. <laughs> it it was really good for lockdown because it was just like all my cuddles were just cats, and now <laughs> now I don't know how to hug or pet normal people. See, you don't even pet people. Laser pointer. Laser. laser like, use that. That's how you hug people, right? Mm. Hey, listen. You know, again, we've we've all been we we've all dissociated for the past two years. I think you, these are a laser pointer in front of any of us. We're gonna have a ball. <laughs> There's no. Yeah, that's a very yeah. good point. I mean, isn't that like most rave gigs? Just someone there with a laser pointer. I don't know. That's true. I don't know what clubs are. We are basically cats <laughs> at this point. I do want to actually not to get go too far down the kind of the cat rabbit hole, but Kev mentioned he finished playing one of my favorite games recently. So I want to talk about Ace Attorney. I'm sorry, only for the benefit of the people on this, I have finally managed to find a photo of Saoirse's cat. Holy, whoa, that's a big Being cat. held by my ex-boyfriend, who is six foot, was, no, is, he's not dead. We ended <laughs> on good terms. Six foot two for reference, so he's a very large man. <laughs> and there's two of those. Cat. So if you see the cat with me, you're like, well, is she just really small or is the cat really big? I don't know. It's like, like, it, it, is, is she like, are the cat, are the, are the cats a house pet or are they mounts? Are, do you like, do you role play He-Man scenes <laughs> with these cats? Um, well, one of them, 
one of them is like doesn't really mind being dressed up and my my housemate will come home drunk and just start putting hats and stuff on him (laughs) (laughs) how wonderfully i mean if i'm sad i put yeah i have a little cat tie so when i'm sad i just put the tie on him and it just cheers me up just have a cat walking around the house with a tie tell you (laughs) life hack any would not enjoy this she'd be like what are you doing I did not agree to this. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sure cats will find their way back into it, but I'm still quite keen for Kev to talk about Ace Attorney, which uh, I've got my own anecdote about it, uh, but I'll let Kev go first. So you've only just gotten into it, have you? That's the thing. I only started it recently after much uh, fanfare from pretty much everyone I know saying it's great. And me fully believing them. This is just me knowing I'm late to the party. Um, but yeah, like I'm only on like the third case in the first game, uh, but it is a blast. It is just, a, it's like, we, we've we had a talk, we've had the talk about uh, visual novels in this, on the show a couple of times and just how, like some people here aren't a fan of the, the, the lack of interactivity uh kind of intrinsic to the visual novel format um but i like it's the 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 writing is so snappy the little animatics of the characters are just kind of so fun and witty uh, and then the writing and the kind of the whole uh case mechanics really super fun uh i really i don't know how much i can really say about it again having only played like two and a half cases <laughs> Well, I've played like all the games, so yeah. like, yeah, you've basically hit a nail on the head there. It's uh, just in case there's someone listening at home who isn't aware of what this is. The Ace or Attorney me. series. So there you go. Or someone right here. So, uh, so explain so, the series and which one as a newcomer I should play first. There's it's easy enough. The first one is just called Ace Attorney. And actually, since I believe you do have a switch, as I've discovered, there's a very handy like gift set you can get on the Nintendo Switch, which includes the first three original games. I think you can get just the first three games for 20 quid or something like that. It's fairly cheap. And it probably or, wouldn't take up that much space. Uh, exactly. Or you can get them lumped in with the newer games from the 3DS, which I didn't know this. I bought the whole package together just to get uh, the one new game. They give you the other game free. The, which is set in feudal Japan slash Victorian England or oh, something like go. that. So the Ace Attorney series is an absolute blast. It's been my favorite part from maybe Final Fantasy for like no. the past decade. And like Kev was saying, it's just a really fun novel where you just are solving these cases and defending your client in a courtroom. And it's really funny. And because mm-hmm. you say attorney and it sounds like very dour and drab. But it's really bright and colorful and great fun. Like, you know, I'd recommend it it to anyone. Like, now I'm just picturing in my head Professor Layton. Yes, actually, Professor Layton and Phoenix Wright have shared a game together. Phoenix Wright's the dude's name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a pretty cool name. Yeah. Um, It is (laughs) is funny. Up up until very recently, um, only kind of getting it through cultural osmosis, one of my friends, Eric's. Uh, one of my friends, Eric, who is on my D&D podcast, which I plug at the end of every show, yeah. uh, is a huge, huge Ace Attorney fan, uh, even like cosplaying him on on, on uh, TikTok. Uh, mm-hmm. And he would have led me to believe that Ace Attorney is solely about a trans man with curtains and a very red velvet coat who is just constantly at odds with his boyfriend. <laughs> and that's not fully far off what I think the games are to The funny thing is, I couldn't necessarily narrow down which characters you're talking about, which speaks to the quality of the series. 
Mm. But yes, Miles Edgeworth and Phoenix Wright. Miles Edgeworth being the prosecutor. You in the game are Phoenix Wright, the defense attorney. You have an assistant who is a spirit channeler so <laughs> that you can summon up the dead if you need it. Just like real life. Yeah, of course. You know, like, like a normal courtroom, yeah. So, like, yeah. So if I was like to you, right, Keen, I'm only going to play one Ace Attorney game. You have one chance to to woo me. Like, what is the Persona 5 of Ace Attorney? That's a good question. In, in regards would, like, if I only could play one, which one would you I say? would still do the first one. I'd still do the original trilogy because the further in you go, they're just like adding all these... And that was on Game Boy, was it? Uh, What? Was that on Game Boy originally, the first uh, one? Nintendo, or DS? Yes, it was one of the first games rolled out to really utilize the touchscreen and the fact that you could shout objection into the microphone. That isn't... Uh, a <laughs> it's still got that feel to it. Reminds me of Wario, where actually this is pretty, like, not very COVID sa- safe because um, Wario, where was, like, my first DS game, so I, oh, I loved it so too, much. Yeah. That's why I've been, like, stopping myself from buying the new switch one i will eventually but wario where there was loads that incorporated like blowing on the ds and i had yeah, another game that used right. that a lot and it's just like so gross when you think about it just like eight-year-old kid just <sighs> hey listen don't just don't like share your ds around that's oh i didn't that is, that's your spit machine that's... oh no 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 i didn't i was i was actually i was such a like what's the word i was such a like scabby kid like i wouldn't let anyone touch my ds because i was like afraid of everyone breaking it or everyone yeah, getting their muddy DS, kid fingers on it easily didn't they they're like not necessarily the whole screen but the the separating bit could crack fairly easily. no mine was perfect i kept mine in pristine condition you just like hid in the corner away from everyone else didn't let anyone near it talking as if i need to hide for people to stay away from Imagine when cloning gets real big and people, and you can just like just cloning random people from <laughs> Nintendo cartridges and you could take bets onto like what type of person it would be. Or is that just a kind of. Oh my uh, God, just off Pokemon Red, Blue and Yellow alone, you could yep. redo the higher population of the 1990s. Absolutely. You yeah. have a pretty good one. Well, uh, I'm just going to call it what it is the lazy design of Pokemon after a certain while because it starts off like, yeah, okay, fair enough, a rat. And a bat. Okay, I can go along with that. And then it's just like they redid Pikachu again, but with a different ear. And you're like, yeah, they really stopped giving up, start giving the effort there. Like, I mean, it, it works. Like, work. I mean, I just remember being blown away because I went, I, I was really big into yellow, and I didn't play any Pokemon. And then I went straight from yellow to X, and I was like, what oh, is wow. happening? This is amazing. Um, but like my nephew is like eight years old and he's just as into Pokemon as I was when I was a kid mm. um, because they know what they're doing. It's like got to collect them all mentality. Like it's, it sucks, but Pokemon's always going to sell. So there's not that much need for invention. And um, yeah. like, you know, my, my nephew reads the Pokemon dictionary. <laughs> like they, he's buying Pokemon cards. Although I do, I am very curious as to what Arceus is going to be like. I hear it's supposed to be like um, the Breath of the Wild of the series. See, yeah, you can't be talking about Pokemon games like that because people were thinking similar things when like the like Sword and Shield came out. So 
I like plus, the sword and shield. I don't know plus, why everyone's plus Breath of I the Wild this. is become the new like Dark Souls of this is the Breath of the Wild yeah. and X genre. Well, you see, Kev, the thing about it is, I'm just like, when is the next Dreamcast coming out? And you're going to keep asking that. I'm going to keep asking it. And the reason why is, or when Sega going to take over Nintendo again? That's. Dad, the que- they, they answered that question about 10 years ago. It's called the Vita and it didn't sell either. Hold on. The Vita is amazing. What are we talking about? Yeah, you yeah. bought that thing and it's a great time. Let me just uh, look at my Wii U. No, I never oh had a Wii God. U. I never had a Wii U. <laughs> Did anyone have the Wii U? Did literally anyone have the Wii U? Uh, the only people that do have Wii U's are really annoyed because they just took the best games and ported them to the Switch as new games. Oh, man. Uh, you know, that's the final That's the final nail in the coffin of, of that console. I, that, honestly, full disclosure, folks, that's why I refuse to get the Switch because I'm like, no. Sega will win eventually. It's the hill I'm gonna die. Belligerence. You're, you're just like Bart Simpson waiting for I, Krusty to arrive and Count exactly. Krusty. It's like the. Have you heard about the Sonic statue? You'd be into the Sonic in. statue. My daughter has recruited me to Sonic. She got big into Sonic Boom and Sonic X on Netflix, and then I downloaded the games. Like, there's two really good ones on the Switch: Sonic Forces and like. I'll get the name of it now, like Sonic Generations. Oh, yeah, Generations. Oh, Generations. You were talking about the other day, yeah. Maybe not Generations. It's the one that, like, looks 2D pixely, but they've completely remastered Mania. it. Sure, sure Mania. Mania. They have the Sega Genesis games out now on the Nintendo Switch Plus account. Oh, they oh, yeah. put they put those Genesis games out on anything they can. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, no Dreamcast games, though. No, Sonic, Sonic is making a big time comeback because uh, I actually got ready watching the, the movie there the other day and it's great isn't it I had great? the great, best I had the best experience of my life watching the Sonic movie um because it was the it was that weird period at the start of lockdown when the schools had closed but nothing really happened and me and my friend realized the cinema is going to be empty yep so we just went and saw the Sonic movie, the only people there, drinking cans at the back oh. um, and just yelling things at the screen. <laughs> and then whenever one of us would go, to, we were sitting at the very back and because we were drinking, you know, obviously we need to go to the bathroom. When someone would come up, we just, when someone would leave the bathroom, um, when my friend would come back or I would come in and be like, what I miss? <laughs> Nothing, they're just doing this. They like just screaming over the cinema. So there, I, was, I enjoyed it. For that. Is for, there anything? I love Sonic. I've seen that movie four times. Is there anything you could miss in that movie? They literally just go from one town to what is it, San Francisco, and have a fight. It's all fun, but plot-wise, it's fairly on the basic side, you know. Oh, there's some character development. Mm. Like yeah. you just you just yeah, miss the Jim Carrey hamming every- Less complicated movies are fine by me. Jim Carrey's song made no sense because no other character sang a song, and he just had this weird villain song. And it was excellent. Out of nowhere. It was, it was okay he, he had a dance routine in a truck. It was awesome. Here's, <laughs> here, here's the thing that kind of uh, non sequitur a little bit, but it, it just kind of fit in, I suppose. So you know when you're watching a musical, right, and you're like. That song isn't happening in the text. It's happening metaphorically it's, almost. It's non-diegetic. Yeah, yeah it's not diegetic exactly. And it's just like, maybe that's what they were doing here, but nobody told Jim Carrey. It's like, there's, there's no song here. He goes, no, I need to express how I'm feeling. No, no, I fully believe that was diegetic. <laughs> no, I, I want, I need for my, for to enrich my soul that Eggman is a is is a musical theater kid. I hold just, on. We oh, didn't we do I not call him Eggman here, Kev. It, it's Doctor Robotnik. 
That is the man's There's, name. You're fair. No, you're right. You're right. Like, you're right. Like I was really ready to hate this film, but like I, Why? I you know, love everything, I, I saw, even when I it's saw terrible. The Paradise trailer, and I didn't mind the Sonic original design, but it just looked like it was like bargain bin Batman forever, and like with a kids movie kind of thing. But then yeah, when I got right. into it, like Jim Carrey, like James Marsden is, you do not. He gives a great performance. You do not know he is acting opposite nothing. You buy yeah. that chemistry with that hedgehog. You do. And like Jim Carrey, he's got so many wonderful, I'm assuming improvised lines. Like he's in the middle of like the big epic confrontation. They make a speech about friendship. And he's like, oh, friends, I hate friends. Because then you like, you know, get to know people. And then you're best man for a wedding outside of town. Like you've got nothing to do. And you're like, the film's <laughs> nearly over. Stay on topic. Like, you know, it's just great, you know. Never. I, sequel. Never. Sequel. I'm oh. so excited that Knuckles is in the sequel, guys. Oh, there's nothing. Like, they have my money. They cast Idris Elba as Knuckles. I'm going to see that movie. I mean, this nothing. This isn't a question. If, if we're talking about obscure casting, obviously, that weird casting, we have to talk about the Super Mario movie. No, we Charlie don't. Day is yes. the movie. I'm no, just obsessed with Charlie Day and Luigi. I'm a big Luigi fangirl is what no, I'm saying. That is I can see it happening. Yeah. I can see it happening. I'm always Luigi and Mario Kart. I'm a big underdog supporter. Just in spite. Yes, of actually. Saoirse, do you want to tell us about your lockdown Mario Kart tournament you hosted? Yeah, I got I found a lot of solace playing Mario Kart at the start of lockdown. Um, I'm trying to think what I can So Yeah, so play play a lot of Mario Kart. And then I thought, you know what? Everyone's feeling miserable. I'm going to set up a, a Mario Kart tur- tournament, which Keen was a part of. And my housemate was like, are you going to have a wheel that you spin? And I'm like, ah, if you make me a wheel, I'll use the wheel. And he's there with like, got a rusty old bicycle like wheel. Um, so it was nice. 